Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever the hell you are. Welcome back to episode two of the Damn American podcast. One humble American's experience betting and watching the English Premier League. My name is Scotty H. Welcome back. It's episode two. We're looking back at week one and looking ahead to week two of 38 for this season. We'll go ahead and start by letting you know that I am down 4.4 units last weekend. Had a tough weekend. I had no draws, so I made no money. Um, I ended up losing the Tottenham game. I picked Tottenham to win, and then I also picked Southampton to beat Crystal Palace, which uh, didn't come true, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll start off with the first game. First game, start the season off, was Fulham and Arsenal. Uh, Fulham at home at Craven Cottage and Arsenal kicked the shit out of them. Wasn't close. Fulham were nowhere near. They don't look any good. They don't look like they should be in the league. Arsenal win 3-0. It was way too easy. And my main takeaway from this game is that Fulham are bad. Fulham do not deserve to be in the league. They are nowhere near good enough to play in this league. And that's what I'm going to take from this. Arsenal, they did what they're supposed to do. They beat a team they're supposed to beat. How good are they? I don't know. I think they're going to be in the top four. I think they look really good. I like what Mikel Arteta is doing for them right now. They just re-signed Aubameyang to a, to a long-term deal. So things are looking up for them. Center back they bought, Gabriel looked really good, scoring a goal. But Fulham, main takeaway is Fulham are bad. Fulham, if I pick Fulham to win a game this year, it'll be a shock to me. So we'll see how good Arsenal are. They've got a couple decent games coming up, but I like the way Arsenal looked. Second game, Crystal Palace-Southampton. I took Southampton to win the game, and they should have. They really should have won the game. Crystal Palace had one chance early on. They scored, uh, got their best player in front of goal. He put it away. Southampton had a couple chances in the second half. Shea Adams really should have scored, put one right at the keeper. Danny Ings probably should have scored at some point. Southampton should have won the game. They were the better team, but they ended up losing 1-0 because they can't put they can't put they can't put one in the back of the net. And that's what the that's the difference in the in the game there. But I like Southampton overall. I think Crystal Palace are still in trouble. I don't think they're they're up to it this season. But we got 37 more games. We'll figure it out. Third game, game of the weekend, Liverpool and Leeds. I took Liverpool to win, and it was it was looking iffy there for a little bit. Uh, Liverpool took the lead four times in this game, once very early, and then once very late, finish it off to win it 4-3. My main takeaway from this game, Leeds look good. Leeds look really good. I'm going to pick them to win a lot this season, I would imagine. For a newly promoted club, I think they're going to be very good. They'll finish mid-table somewhere. I expect them to do well. Liverpool, a little leaky at the back. Roger Van Dijk makes a huge mistake for their second goal. I don't expect to see that a whole lot out of him. But they've got a they've got a big week. They got a big game coming up this week, so we'll see how they do. Fourth game, Newcastle and West Ham. Newcastle look good. Newcastle looked good. They win the game 2-0 away, which is which is huge for them. Really good start to the season. West Ham, they've got nothing. They're they're going to be struggling with rele- relegation the whole year. 
they really don't have anybody who can score goals. I think they're in trouble. But Newcastle, Callum Wilson, they added Ryan Frazier as well, who started on the bench this game, but will have a, a meaningful impact on the whole season. I like them. I like Newcastle. I think they're going to be good this year. We had two more games slated for Saturday, the 12th. Burnley, Manchester United, Man City, and Aston Villa, got they both got postponed, so we didn't get to see either of the Manchester clubs this year who are going to be two of the better clubs. Um, on Sunday, we had West Brom and Leicester. West Brom at home, uh, newly promoted, and they looked almost as bad as Fulham. They, they've got nothing going forward. They're going to struggle to keep people out. Fulham, Fulham and West Brom, they're, they're in deep trouble. I don't expect them to win a whole lot this season. Leicester, just like Arsenal, they, they did what they're supposed to do. They win 3-0 away at a team that really can't compete with them. And you expect that out of them. How good they're going to be for the whole season. They've got a really good midfield. The, the defense is really good. We'll see how they see how long they can they can keep it together. They really struggled at the end of last season to try and get in the top four and ended up just missing out. But I like Leicester. Uh, it's a good win. Jamie, Far- Jamie Vardy is one of the best strikers in the league, and he's going to continue to be. So I expect I you expect Leicester to win that game at West Brom, a newly promoted club. But West Brom really looked bad. Um, hopefully, they can uh, get something together, play a little better. Uh, next game on Sunday happened after that. It was Tottenham at home against Everton. And Everton won the game 1-0. This is one of the ones that I lost. I took Tottenham to win simply being at home. They got the better squad. But Everton's new signings, Allen, James Rodriguez, looked great. They looked really good. This is a team that could finish in the top six. They put, it, they put together a really strong mid- midfield one of the best midfields in the league, I would say, as long as everyone's healthy. Um, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison are underrated as a strike force. I like that a lot. When you can bring Guilford Sigurdsson off the bench, you've got a really good midfield. Um, I like Everton this year. I think they'll they'll definitely finish in the top eight, the top six possibility. We'll see how they do. But I'm, Tottenham are going to drive me crazy all year. They're going to drive me crazy all year. Because they have they have top four ability, but they just can't put it together. They just don't. And I feel like, and I felt like this for at least a couple of years now, that they're better without Kane on the pitch. They're better when their best player isn't playing. When when Son has to deal with Kane, and when Luke has to deal with Kane, and and Deli Ali has to deal with Kane, they just don't. The three of them do not perform as well as they could, and. When, when the three of them get to Rome and do what they want to do, they look better as a team. As a team, they look better. And it, it is frustrating to watch them play with all that talent and not be able to put it together. I do think they need some help in midfield. Um, Harry Winks is, is a good player, but not quite top four material. Uh, Tangai and Dombele is not good enough to play for Tottenham. Uh, their defense is good. Uh, obviously, Hugo Lloris is a really good goalkeeper. I'm not sure how I'm not sure he's as good as he used to be, but he can still play. No problems there. Um, I this it's all about the attack, and I don't know how long Jose Mourinho is going to last um, in North London. But they really struggled. They did not look good. They had one chance off an Everton corner that Pickford made a really good save, but other than that, they didn't really have a whole lot going forward, and that. That's a, that's a team chemistry issue. It's not a it's not a talent issue for Tottenham because they've got 
just as much talent as, as anyone in the top four, you know, apart from Liverpool or City, I would say. But, um, yeah, they're going to drive me crazy all year because they're going to lose games they shouldn't and they're going to win games they shouldn't. And, you know, you n- never know when they're going to show up. You never, I, I really don't know how long Josie's going to stay, how, he's, how long he's going to be there. And, you know, who, lo- who, knows, who knows what happens there. But Tottenham are going to drive me crazy. Monday win a couple games. Sheffield and Wolves. Uh, Wolves win the game easily 2-0. They score two goals in the first six minutes, and the game's over after that. And Sheffield never really showed up after that. I think they show. I think they hit the post at some point in the second half, but this game was over six minutes in. Wolves dominated the game. Wolves look really good. Raul Jimenez is one of the best strikers in the league. Adama Traore is scary down the right wing, and Sheffield looked like. They looked like they should have looked last year. Last year they finished in the top half of the table as a as a promoted side. Uh, they kind of were were playing with house money, and now they're they're expected to play well. They're expected to do it again, and I I just don't I don't see them doing it. I don't see them finishing the top half this season. I think they might even be you know in consideration relegation position. I think they could really struggle. Uh, they did not look good in this game. They're going to need to really really start playing better if they want to stay up. Um, last game last game of the week was Brighton at home against Chelsea. Um, this game was another funky one because Chelsea won the game 3-1, and if you just look at the box score, it looks like they dominated the game, but I don't think they did. Watching the game, it did not look like Chelsea deserved to win 3-1. Um, Brighton looked really good. They made just as many chances as Chelsea did. Obviously, Chelsea didn't have Pulisic on the bench. He's still recovering from a hamstring. He didn't. He's still recovering from from a hamstring injury. Um, but their attack looked great. Timo Werner is lightning. The guy is extremely fast. He he played really well in the first in the first half. He had a really good combination with with uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek and couldn't get it back and obviously I think he would have scored if, if he was able to get the ball back off off of Loftus-Cheek um, he kind of disappeared in the second half but you know it's a, it's a faster league for him and he needs to get build his stamina up a little bit if he wants to to perform in this league but yeah he's a he's he's lightning in a bottle the guy's the guy's gonna be great he's gonna score 15-20 goals consistently as long as he's in the league um, Kai Havertz did not look good. I think they spent seventy million on him. He's a midfielder for Chelsea. Didn't really, didn't really look good. But he's young. He's uh, extremely talented, and I expect him to, to play a lot better than he did against Brighton. He's going to have to. Otherwise, you know, they've got some other options with Callum Hudson-Odoi and obviously Pulisic to come back in. So they've got some other options. Um, I expect them to go back to a Conte Kovacic kind of double pivot. Jorginho has, has no no place in that team. Jorginho probably should have left when Sarri left. He just doesn't really fit in with them. He doesn't fit in with what they want to do. And I'm surprised he's still there, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think he should be anywhere near that team. But here we are. Um, their defense didn't look very good. Look kind of disorganized. Christensen and Zuma is not really the pairing they want to go with. I think they were both kind of auditioning for the second fiddle to Thiago Silva, who's going to come in. We'll see how good Thiago Silva is, being 35 and newly adapted into the into the Premier League. So we'll see how that goes. 
Um, but and then they've got their goalkeeper situation that they're who what are they going to do? Kepa Kepa should have saved the goal that Brighton scored, and he he just doesn't look like he has no confidence. He doesn't look like he's going to save anything that that comes on goal. So we'll see how Chelsea do. I expect them to to try and score, you know, 100, 115 goals this season. I I think I think they're going to try and score at least three goals every game, and I think they've got the firepower to do it. And they're going to need to do it if they're going to win games because their defense is is leaky right now. We'll see what Thiago Silva does, but their defense is is going to struggle. All right, we're moving on to next this match day two. We've got we've got games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and we've got we've got a full slate of ten games. So we'll we'll go through all those and just give you kind of a brief synopsis of what I'm thinking. Obviously, I don't I'm not going to put any bets down until the lineups come out because if something funky happens, you know, an early injury, I'm not putting money down on on something weird to happen. So, um, tomorrow morning it's 4:30 a.m. I'm up bright and early watching Everton and West Brom. I expect Everton to win the game. They're going off at minus 200 to win, so I'll put put a unit on that. Uh, you know, we'll see we'll see what look what the line looks like early in the morning. So I expect Everton to win. Um, I think I've I think I've got all the home teams winning tomorrow. Um, next game is seven o'clock. Seven o'clock is Leeds and Fulham, two of the promoted sides. One team looked really good, the other team looked really bad. I'm taking Leeds at home. Leeds beat Fulham in June in the league in the championship last se- last last season, three 0 to end the year. So I'm taking them to win. They're they're at minus one sixty one right now. And uh, I would imagine I'll take Leeds to win that game. Uh, The next one, we get to see Manchester United for the first time. They're at home to Crystal Palace. They're going off at minus 303 right now. Um, I expect I will be taking Manchester United to win that game as well tomorrow. That's at 930 my time. Um, Arsenal and West Ham is the final game. They're the afternoon game for me. That's 12 noon. Um, Arsenal are minus 200 to win the game, and I'm surprised that they are minus 200. I think I think they should be longer odds than that. Uh, so I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them to win as well at noon. I'll take all four of the home teams to win, and I don't think it'll be close tomorrow. Um, Sunday, we've got Southampton and Tottenham. This one's this one's going to drive me crazy. They're they're off at 4 a.m. my time, so I'll be up I'll be up at three, looking at the lineup on. On Sunday, the twentieth, for Southampton and Tottenham, man, I, for how bad Tottenham looked, and and I thought Southampton looked decent. This is going to be a tough one to pick. Um, it's going to be a really, I think it's going to be a good game. I like, I think I like Southampton better, but we'll see what the lineups look like. Um, oh, I, I think it, depending on what Tottenham do, I think I think Tottenham will kind of decide what their lineup looks like. That will decide which one I go with on that one. Um, 6 a.m., so right after Tottenham and, and Southampton finish, we've got Newcastle and Brighton. Um, another two teams I thought looked pretty good uh, last week. We'll see what their lineups look like if, if Newcastle come out with Callum Wilson and Ryan Frazier and looking what they're with looking like they've got their you know full four starting 11. I like Newcastle at home. 
but Brighton also looked good against Chelsea, even though they gave up three goals and lost the game 3-1. I liked the way Brighton looked. Uh, 8.30 is the big one. That's the, the game of the week. Chelsea and Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. Right now, Liverpool is a slight favorite to win the game. Um, they're actually odds off to win the game. They're plus 115 to win the game. I do think they'll win it. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. The over-under is only three, which I would hammer the over. Uh, the over is going off at plus 102. I think that's crazy. That's crazy good value for two teams that love to score goals, and Chelsea really can't defend, and Liverpool gave up three goals to a to a newly promoted team. So I like I like the over there. That's crazy that it's only three. But I'll probably end I'll probably end up taking Liverpool to win the game just because it's Chelsea have a brand new team looking to bet in and there's not gonna be a home field advantage for them. So uh, I'm gonna take Liverpool to win the game. I would imagine it at eight thirty my time. Uh game after that, eleven o'clock is Leicester and Burnley. Obviously haven't seen Burnley play yet. They had their, their game postponed against Manchester United this past week, so they're new to the. They're, this is their first game of the of the league season. Leicester looked pretty good. They're going off at one minus one fifty six to win the game, and I'll probably end up taking that, but hoping for, hoping for a draw. Obviously, that's that's when I make money. Um, Monday, we've got two games on Monday: Aston Villa and Sheffield United. Two teams. Well, Aston Villa hasn't played yet. They're they just re-signed Jack Grealish. Uh, to a new deal, so he's staying. That's huge for them. He's their best player. He's their captain. That's huge for them. Sheffield United uh, struggled a lot against Wolves at home. They go to Aston Villa. Aston Villa is at plus one sixty two to win. I like that. I think that's good value. I think I think Aston Villa play well with uh, with their new signing, quote unquote. Um, so I'll take Aston Villa to win that game. Uh, let's see. Twelve fifteen, my time in the afternoon is Wolves and City at Wolves. They're going off at plus four sixty to win that game. That's such good value. Wolves look great this past week, and City haven't played yet. Um, obviously, City have the more talent. They're the better team. They're going to finish higher. Minus one ninety two on the road at Wolves. Man, it's tough not to take not to put at least a little money on on Wolves to win. 460, especially because they beat them twice last season. So, man, that's that's tough. Uh, hard not to bet on Wolves there. So that's probably what I'll end up doing. But those are the 10, game, 10 games of the week. Um, any more news? Liverpool just signed Thiago Alcantara. That's huge for them. That's add another, another weapon in midfield. I think that really helps them beat the smaller clubs. I think he's going to be able to – He's he's a – He's a, a lock picker, I would say. With uh, 10 men behind the ball, he'll be able to, to find people and and create goals that way. So I like that a lot. What else? Did anyone else sign anybody of interest? Hmm, I don't think so. But if they did, and I forgot about it, which which happens, I'll, uh, I'll probably end up tweeting it out at, uh, at DamnAmerican on Twitter. I appreciate the follows. Um, anything else? Anything else? I don't think so. Uh, that'll do it for this week. I will be putting out my bets, um, you know, an hour before the games, and uh, hopefully find some draws in there because draws how I make money. And um, 
best of luck to you if you're betting this weekend. Should be a good weekend. Lots of good games. Some interesting games. And uh, it'll be uh, more fun to have more data points. It'll be more fun to, to get to watch more games. And uh, I'm excited. Early tomorrow morning, I'm up at, at 3.30, getting ready for, for Everton and West Brom. And it's going to be a full slate, full slate of, of, uh, of games this weekend. Looking forward to it. Have a good one, guys.